So what exactly is this appearing in your Talking Bollocks feed? Um, this is a podcast that is from our good friends Paul Waller at the Year in Horror podcast. And himself and myself went to the premiere of Jekyll, starring Eddie Izzard, um, and this is our day. This is what it, this is what we got up to, and then we also have our our thoughts afterwards. But first, over to Eddie Izzard to sum things up. I've been saying to other people that it is a novella. It is a slim volume. It leaves a lot to the imagination. Things that Jekyll does in in Robert Louis Stevenson's story people's imagination can float and so when you're doing your own version of it you can he has allowed us to go into different places so I like that we had open gender casting and, and the fact that I am trans it doesn't matter the fact that Nina Jekyll and Rachel Hyde happen to be trans that's not the essence of the story it just happens to be that because that is the way that casting will happen in the future like from Will and Grace was the, I think the turning point where um, uh, Will was gay yeah. Who cares what was happening in his life? That was what's important. And that is how real life is. Whatever the Tory party says, whatever Rishi Sunak says, LGBTQ people are here to stay. Um, you know, trans rights are human rights, women's rights are human rights. End of story. We can all get on, live and let live. So having people represented in casting, no matter what the color of their skin, no matter what their, their gender identity or sexuality, that is a positive way. And we're trying to encourage the world forward to the 2030s in a positive way. This film is helping that. And it's fun and it's horror and it's Hammer as well. Hammer is back, so that's great. That's an excellent day. An excellent day. Well, you know what the most frightening thing in the world is? It's fear. Every you opened up there from a little quote on the red carpet from Eddie Izzard that was uh, done by hey you guys it was Sarah Cook that was doing the asking of the questions there uh, head over to their YouTube channel there is some great interviews from the red carpet uh, for that and uh, now hey 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 welcome to the A Year in Horror podcast and for you lot over in Talking Bollocks land, welcome to the Talking Bollocks podcast. Because yes, Howard is the guest here today. And if you're listening to this on the day of release, then this is also the very same day that Dr. Jekyll has hit the UK cinemas. Uh, across the UK, that's why I said the UK cinemas, get with it. And would you believe I finally went to one of these premieres that I get invited to every now and again. I remember not being able to make it over to see the new Scream film a couple of years ago when they rebooted that. Uh, and I was pretty gutted about it. I could not get the time off of work. If you can hear some sort of noise going on in the background, that is because my wife is trying to open a can of paint. She's been at it for about five minutes. I'm just going to leave her to it. 
With these premieres, they tend to happen midweek and early evening in London. And I don't live in London, so it's a bit of a treacherous journey for me. Uh, more recently, I even missed the red carpet Saw X event. Uh, and I really like that film. I would have loved to have gone to that one, but as I say, couldn't have made it. So about a week after that invite came this one. That, and that was the one that I was dreaming of. The relaunch of Hammer Horror. Eddie Izzard in the lead for Dr. Jekyll. So I mentioned it to my boss and she instantly gave me the day off, which makes me think maybe I should have actually asked about the previous ones. She just told me to have a good time. So that's exactly what I did. So I reached out to my buddy Howard because I needed a plus one. Of course you do. And then bosh, there you got it. So what you're about to get today is five minutes worth of the excited build-up. And we recorded that on an iPhone at a cocktail bar in central London just about 30 minutes before we hit the red carpet. We followed that up with a conversation when we were back at home in the comfort of our own studio setups. And we did that second part over Zoom. In the meantime, please be aware that Howard has his own Patreon set up as well at patreon.com forward slash Howard H. Smith. And myself over at A Year in Horror, well, we've got a Patreon here where I put out four exclusive episodes every month at the very least, where I cover the video nasties, some various franchise deep dives, and of course, random requests that are only included because my buddies want to talk about them. That you'll find over at patreon.com forward slash A Year in Horror. Right, let's head over for some cocktails. Right, apologies if this um, if this sound quality is not great. Uh, it's entirely my fault. Um, but you know, that's my notes. Oh, is that your notes? Mate. Sorry, I do apologise. Unbelievable. I thought, you, I thought you were recording as well. No. Um, by the way, I hope you all like the effort that we've gone to get some backing backing music as well. Um, Paid out of our own pockets. Yeah. Well, we will do when we walk power and throw throw a couple of quid in his hat. Um, we've got the tickets. Um, which was interesting. Never done that before. Got the tickets, that's cool. Um, and so, Paul. Yeah. You are really excited about this. That's right. I'm excited about the whole thing. I don't normally uh, go to the invites that I get because it seems like a bit of a palaver and a bit of a hassle. Turned out that that was definitely the case. Straight away we went into the wrong queue and it was for people with press cards. So I was like, oh yeah, yeah. She said, who are you with? And I went, a year in horror. She looked at me like I'd killed someone. Like, what is a year in horror? And tied me away to the other queue that Howard was already in. Because he seems to know what's going on already. Um, no. But yeah, I'm, ex I'm excited. This is uh, uh, Dr. Jekyll, the new Hammer Horror film. I couldn't be more excited. Um, I love Hammer Horror. So it's just the rebirth, Eddie Izzard, Susie Izzard, I'm very Bouncing excited. It. They're both, they're both Bouncing there. It, yeah. Bang, oh, that's a point. Bang Ooh, for I your wonder buck. if we've stumbled across something already. Ah, this is it. Oh, hello. It's, Hang on. It's a, just yeah. a bit. I, I, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if there's going to be a, a sub. I wonder if there's going to be a subtext of the, the struggle of the trans community in modern society. I'm just going to throw that out there. Well, look, I've never done anything like this before, and I'd like to say I'm very excited as well. But I'm very excited because I'm getting to hang out with my mate. Um, in central London, take him to restaurants that, that only accept cash. <laughs> so we have to leave, go get cash, come back again. And then I have to take him to a cocktail bar that's closed because there's a premiere on. So, um, but I, I'm genuinely excited to be part of this experience. 
but also mainly just to just hang out and have a have sex on the beach with you <laughs> we're having both having a sex on the beach cocktail at the moment okay it's two for one come on yeah um i'm already the day's a winner uh, <laughs> I've, I've heard stories about Lawrence Fisburn uh, that probably uh, can't be repeated uh, and yeah I'm enjoying my sex on the beach so I, uh, get back to the, the, the thing at hand here yeah we've got um, th these two tickets keepsakes for the premiere the, the nerdy people out there would be quite excited about that you can put it in a little frame it's the size of a postcard it's, um, it's actually really rich and speaking as somebody coming from the music business as you yourself do as well like when you're on the guest list for a gig if you're lucky you get some form of paper that that, that gets you through a door if you're lucky yeah. you might get a backstage pass if you get a backstage pass it may well be brand banded if they're big enough so band branded if they're big enough yeah usually it's just a bog standard you know you'll have the date of it and the venue and you've got and then the difference between the music industry and the movie industry you know, you're on the guest list just to watch a film, and it's like a fucking, you know, commemorative postcard just to get in. It's it's pretty sweet, but there's more money there, clearly. I don't know, like, a, a lot about this, the whole way this organisation works. As I say, it's the very first thing I've been invited to that I've actually gone to. So I guess we'll just wing our way through. We don't even know, like, really, do we walk past the red carpet in the side door to Dude, go we are walking right do down the fucking middle of it we're gonna own it oh yeah <laughs> i just do not know Absolutely. I, I can't wait for how to be kicked out I'm gonna stop for of pictures. the odeon i can stop for pictures <laughs> come on um can't dress like a rock star and not act like now one. i'm a little worried uh, <laughs> but yeah it's gonna be a lot i'm really looking forward to it what about the film you don't have high expectations do you um i Let's just say that I'm like I I'm good at being objective. I'm good at removing my own expectations and, and going right. Okay, I'm going to sit and I'm going to give the whole thing the chance, the concept. But I have to admit, I have to admit that there is a slight bit of trepidation on my part as to what Eddie Izzard is going to do with this role. Yeah, I'm just interested. I'm really, really, really interested. There's a lot riding on it. It's like a, um, I can't remember the guy's name, but a biz business mogul finalised it a few weeks ago, the, the final deal. So this is a sort of world premiere. I say sort of because Fright Fest a few weeks ago, they had a, uh, like a, a ramshackle version of the film like unfinished some of the effects weren't completed and things like that and they, they right. actually premiered that a, a few of my friends saw it but not many and they all said it was pretty good so cool we'll okay. see um as i say i'm i'm excited i've recently seen uh, eddie Izzard in a film called get juked uh, which got me sort of excited because he is good when he wants to be oh right you yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's, I, I saw that yeah. when it came out. Uh, it's had a number of titles, actually. Has it? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I saw it. As, I saw it when it came out. It had a different title, it, and, it, and it seems to have changed over time. He's a but, posho um, in it, riding a horse. Yes, which is uh, yeah, yeah, and and, and, he, and he does a great job. But also, I think it's it's he's he's playing it straight, but he's a he's a comedian playing it straight. I just yeah. really. Well, I, really, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the performance. I mean, this is the lead. It's a yeah. massive role, and it it's is. launching yes. a whole like 
film it's company. Rolls. It's two it's rolls. Two isn't rolls. It? Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm, I'm excited. Genuinely, um, for, for horror fans out there, like Hammer is just such an important name. And I don't think they fucked it up last time where with the the woman in black and all that lot when that came no, out. No, and that was again that was un, that was unusual casting. Yeah, you know. Yeah, too right. I, I, yeah, so so I, I kind of like the way that kind of fits with that hum, whole hammer ethos of just marching to the beat of their own drum, doing things their way. I want. I'm going to ask you for a prediction. Like I, I'm hoping for a six out of ten. I'll be amazed if it's more. Uh, what do you think it will end up being out of 10? Oh, but I said I was going to really try and <laughs> give it half that. Wow. Half but, that. Wow. But for me, for me, it, it, the movie is going you've already hinted at it there. The movie is absolutely, 100%, completely on Eddie and Susie Izzard's shoulders. So, if either one of those performances is off, it tanks it. And, yep. um, and, and ladies and gentlemen, I am more than happy to, I, I, I want to be wrong. I want to be sat here and go, no, I was wrong. As a stand-up comedian, I've got a lot of skin in the game, seen Eddie twice doing stand-up. You know, great comedian, I've never been that convinced. By, by his acting career. I second it. Um, I'm game. Um, I'm we'll, game. <laughs> we're going to continue with our sex on the beach and uh, we'll see you after the film. Bye. No, not bye. See you in a bit. So there we go. Cocktails down. That was the preamble. So now it's time for the real deal. What did we make of the relaunch of Hammer Horror? After the trailer, you're going to find out. Two steps ahead. That is the secret. Nina Jekyll is excellence incarnate. She demands the same from others. But we're looking for someone who could help about the house. Do you like my chessboard? Do you play? <coughs> Sorry, that's at me. There are cameras in almost every room. Nina has been resistant to coexisting with staff until you. You're working for Nina Jekyll. We're all alone up there. I have a daughter and see her. I need this job. You forgot Nina's meds. Ari is lucky to have such a determined father. Maybe I am the making of you. Check. Cheers. Cheers to you and me. Can't you see? We can win the day. Your service. Oh, she's a bit crazy, isn't she? I was thinking, like, when when you left the the cinema with me. So we we've like started officially now, have we? This is official. Started. This is it, right? Okay, okay. So it. when we left the cinema, sorry, that wasn't very official or professional, but basically, I'm not. So there. 
<laughs> hey, they, they, we've got to accept these things, and um, we we embrace them. So we left, and you went. I don't know if it was a good idea for it to be a comedy. So I was like, oh, let's let's have a look. So I went home, yeah, and I was like, I typed in Hammer Horror Comedy, uh, and I found one, and then I watched it. So it's from 1959. It's about Dr. Jekyll as well, which is interesting. Uh, it's got, I don't know if you know this fella from the Carry On films, Bernard Breslau. Oh, yes, I'm, I'm well aware of Bernard <laughs> Breslau. Yeah, so that's me never watching that film. Yeah, he's the lead. Brilliant. Yeah. And it's 1959. It flopped and lost money at the box office. And then I was like, oh, like, how much did this cost? How portentous. So I, I did it in today's money. It cost 2.1 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it brought in the equivalent of 1.7. So, yeah, right. it, did, it didn't quite get his money back there. And it was terribly unfunny. But then but then I don't laugh at anything. So, yeah. so there we go. So there, there is a precedent for Hammer, like, injecting comedy into these things. I, I love the way that you have managed to wormhole on a throwaway <laughs> comment I made when we, when, we left, when we left the cinema. But do you know what? The weird thing is... I too have been thinking about it as well cool. because I I kind of said it, and the way you responded I was was like sort of I I don't know the way I the way I interpreted it was was just kind of like oh yeah he's 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 chewing on that do you know what I mean it's like yeah <laughs> yeah I should I should have known that that's where we'd start off. <laughs> uh, well, that's the thing. Like it it's a let's just be really kind here it was a bold choice to 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 do that it's like right okay well why, why have you done that and like there is precedent for it but it, it's a strange one and... i was being sarcastic because I, I i i well if i was on that film and if i was eddie izzard and if i was the director and i was watching it do i want my audience laughing there was five to six laughs in it. There were attempted jump scares that didn't work because you knew they were coming because they were kind of fucking obvious. Right. The twist ain't a twist. It's fucking obvious. I, I'm I'm running away here. Sorry. Let's wind back. We're, we're going to get yeah. my next heading here, arriving and pre-film. So mm. I, I loved walking across the red carpet. That was cool. It, it was very cool. It was very cool. I have a red carpet at home. And I'm really glad that we walked into the cinema and I wasn't tempted to try and hoover it. <laughs> or <laughs> vacuum if you're from the States. Hi there, guys. Who knows what you would have picked up in that vacuum. That was a strange <laughs> floor. Uh, and there was a pre-film, a uh, Hammer History pre-film, uh, that when I had no idea that that was coming. Um, now, you turned to me and said, oh, man, that was great. So, yeah, did you know all that stuff? It was We saw some exclusive things as no, well. No, I, I, and I, I didn't. I didn't. Um, I mean, some of it, some of it you kind of like, like retroactively, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. I mean, when I was a kid enjoying Hammer horror films, I wasn't sat there thinking, oh, these owe a debt to the uh, early <laughs> works of the Italian director. No, I was going, well, that's good, isn't it? And so, you you know, you find that out now. And the you know, like the bright, the, kind of like the bright colours, was was always even back then they stood out, um, and it and for me as a child it made it less scary, you know, because it's like it's clearly when somebody does like bleed, they bleed red crown paint. So, but I, yeah, it was it was really really lovely, and I really enjoyed, you know, just kind of, I I just thought that was a really nice touch. In fact, there's like 
it was a lovely evening. It was a great night. And you know, they clearly thought about it and a lot of care and had gone into it in at every stage. Yeah. So uh, I was really, I was really impressed. I was, I really was, and I was fully expecting to be bored and kind of tune out when actor, director, the new, the new owner, the new CEO of Hammer Horror, and you just think, oh, really? It reminds me of a football match when they're going to like give the trophies away and stuff like that. And they introduce the managing director of, uh, you know, insert betting company here. Point Um, washing machines. Yeah, 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 exactly. And everyone's like, "Uh, whatever. (laughs) So, so some guy who's richer than God comes up, who's bought hammer and you just think, Oh, whatever. And uh, what can I say apart from, it's not often that you see someone like that be so genuine and you could tell that he was kind of working from a script, but wasn't. He'd like, you know, he knew what he wanted to say. And I, and again, I just thought that was just really great. It, you know, it was, it was passionate. And it, and the reason it was almost he wanted to get ahead of the kind of criticism of his name being all over it and just saying, look, my name's on there. but So people know Hammer ain't going anywhere. You know, it's got a solid future. This is the first, not last, you know, and we're, yeah. we're, we're rocking. And, and yeah, it was, that was great. Uh, cast members came up who were all great. Eddie Izzard was, well, you know, stood on a stage with a mic, you know, in his, you know, rightful habitat. And it was a lovely little touch as well when he said that he, when he was a street performer, they used to perform behind and they used yeah. to come into the cinema late at night. They used to come in, they'd let them in really late at night and like, you know, watch the end of movies and stuff. And I just thought that that is, you know, that's incredible. That yeah. really is. So, so yeah. I, I, what about you? I mean, yeah, you must have been buzzing for all that, apart from not being asked to be, uh, you know, to be part of the documentary, which must have really stuck in one's craw. <laughs> well, Mike Munzer, who uh, does Evolution, a horror podcast, he was up there as a talking head amongst all these horror legends, and I and I thought he held his own. Like he, he, he was just like, oh, wow. I thought it was. I thought it was great. I thought it was absolutely great. Yeah. Yes, I was like completely jealous. Uh, but yeah, the, like John Gore, this guy that's bought Hammer. Like, yeah, great I looked, name. I, had to I mean, it's fucking yeah, great, isn't it? Come on, Gore. He was born uh, to own Hammer Horror. Coming up for on all Hammer releases now, it's going to say a John Gore company or something like that, isn't it? It's going to yeah. say something like that. So a yeah, gory you're... movie. I mean, come on, let's just work. He's with missed this. the trick. Yeah. <laughs> A true gory movie. Um, so I had a look on the Sunday Times Rich List uh, from 2022. Now, and this is a weird way to phrase it. He's in the top 10 richest people in the Northwest. Don't look like of England, probably. Really? Uh, what, and- so he's got 500 quid in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, like, Sorry like, Northwest, oh but couldn't resist. Hammer's <laughs> <laughs> in trouble. Uh, right, and it said how they made their fortunes. And he's number seven, uh, John Gore, and his source of wealth is entertainment. So he he, he does West End shows and that sort of thing. Um, right, okay. Okay, but he's worth 1.68 billion. Okay. So you can see why, like, th- this cinema was decked out. Like, it was like, yeah, you put some real cash, like you said, real care and attention and thought. Yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't know this. On the red carpet, there was old Hammer Stars, Mike as well, because I wish I'd like every time I'd gone to toilet because we'd had a little bit of drink. Uh, I was like, oh, I wish I'd just popped around and seen seen who was on there because there was loads of them there. It was great. Next, what next? All oh, right, okay. So he also, uh, 
He yeah. hinted at restoring some previous Hammer films, and we saw a clip that had never been seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I noticed something that I've not had in UK cinemas before. There was, when that scene happened, and another one where there was blood dripping on the floor, there was noise coming yeah. from the cinema. Like, yeah, 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 like, yeah. And things like that. I hadn't had that yeah. before. Yeah, I, I, especially at a premiere, you're not, you kind of not expecting hard, hardcore fans at the <laughs> yeah. premiere. You're expecting freeloaders like us. Yeah, too right. <laughs> uh, but I mean, you know, to a certain extent, it's the premiere, isn't it? So it's it's a it's an industry event. It's a it's an inward looking event, and the idea is, you know, you get to see the film for the first time. Everyone applauds, rah rah rah. It's what happens after that that actually really counts. Because yeah, everyone's going to review it anyway, whether they were there or not. So, makes no difference. We will get to the film, I promise. <laughs> I promise you. For anybody listening, we will uh, get to the film. But uh, another thing, let's go with director Joe Stevenson. I I just thought, oh, who's this kid? They've brought brought on a kid. Maybe he's in the film yeah. or whatever. Uh, doesn't look a day over seventeen. Guess how old he actually is. Um, well, he's clearly channeling his inner seventeen-year-old, so he's somebody who's struggling greatly with the loss of their youth. I'm going to go late twenties, possibly early thirties. Twenty-six. Okay, so I hedged and pretty much didn't. It's mid twenties. <laughs> well, what can I say? Yeah, yeah, that's that's my fact. <laughs> 20, 20, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. That guy and... was twenty-six. <laughs> this is like I think my major issue with the film was one of the actors scott chambers he plays rob he's like i i, I would imagine apart from eddie is it just the lead um so yeah well, I wasn't we're already disagreeing now okay right okay i thought at first i thought what's what's actually being said on screen here uh, there's a lot of mumbling um so let's get into the film initial thoughts when it begun when it began, initially, um, I thought, fucking hell, this is why I don't sit so close to the screen, but I can't complain. But, like, Rosie, fuck that, Jack. I mean, <laughs> if you're one of these people who goes and sits in, like, A, B, C, D and E, honestly, if you get a seat further back, you can watch the film. It, 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 honestly, it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, so that was my first thought, because it's almost <laughs> like you're staring up the character's nostrils. Do you know what I mean? It's like, ooh. Should I be here? Is this allowed? Because <laughs> um, it's not something I ever do. First thoughts were, this kid's good. This, right. th- th- this, this kid is good. And what I liked about his um, n- it's a very naturalistic performance and, right, and, yeah. and with a uh, that kind of performance, unfortunately, sometimes part of that can work against itself as well, because if you're performing very naturally, we naturally mumble sometimes. And so, so that, that can, that can be an issue, but if you're going to go with that performance, you kind of have to like embrace that right at the beginning, you know, speaking as somebody who's done, you know, who's done stand up for many, many years straight away. I could, I, I kind of picked up on his, on his comic beats and I was thinking this is being played straight but straight as if this guy is a funny guy like yeah. you know he's been known he's known amongst his friends to say some funny things occasionally that's an interesting slash difficult 
line to tread in a movie of this nature, or at least that's what I thought at the time that that, that was going to be the na- what the nature of the movie was going to be. So initial impressions, great. Eddie Izzard's uh, initial impression was, right, okay, he's gone for playing this as Eddie Izzard then. Like, and you like were worried this. about that. Yeah, and 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 frankly, oh god, it's that would like one of my one of my comedy, you know, heroes, one of my goes tos. But um, I don't want to jump ahead too much. Okay. Um, and final thoughts at this point were: this is going to be interesting because I like the setup, I like the lead character, his brothers off immediately. The whole the whole daughter situation is never really revealed, and and one one of the clunkiest scenes in the movie, you know, oh he's not allowed to see his daughter. What because she's so ill, or and he's just come out of prison. Which one is it, or is it both? And either way, that doesn't make sense. Right. But if you put that to one side for just a second, but you know, in case you're feeling lonely, is a folder with loads of depressing information about your your daughter <laughs> that you can what read and hug. And and here is a folder full of cancer to help you remind you to get you through the days. Those lonely, like at the times, like (laughs) cheers, bruv. (laughs) What? There's nobody at some point gone. Does this scene strike anybody as a little bit odd? Uh, Yeah, yeah. But we're going to need the folder later. Come on, get on board. Yeah, it's well, not a problem unless you make it a problem. Well, so that's it, so, Howard. So there we go. So anyway, look, I, I've, I've kind of gone a little bit. You first thoughts? You, you, you know, you sat there. It's starting. I well, here's the thing. I never got bored at any point, and that's what I was worried about. I, I, I was worried I was going to get bored. I didn't like it all the way through, and I thought the setup, that that whole beginning, uh, apart from how mumbly it was, uh, that seemed to sort itself out pretty quick whether I got used to the, like, the feel of it. What was really jarring was how it was going for comedy beats straight away, being a hammer. And it really worked within that audience because there was laughter at all points. And as I say, I don't, I, I can watch the funniest fucking films and I just smile. I won't yeah. laugh. And there, there were bits that I did smile. So fair, but we'll get to that. Um, now, what I was worried about is like, how are they going to make this whole thing come together? Because as you say, certain bits were a little bit clunky, like the handing of the folder, uh, some of that dialogue. Uh, but as I say, mm-hmm. I th- I thought it was me because people around me, and it wasn't just one section of the audience. There was there was laughter coming from all over. So I was like, okay, yeah. well, this is really hitting with with these people. So I can I could, could I just interject there? there? Yeah, the, big Eddie Izzard fan. I uh, didn't laugh once. Sorry. Carry on. No, fair. Fair. Yeah, I, I was okay with it. But when we got into the actual uh, the job interview thing, like this is where the film really kicks off. And it is still quite early doors. And uh, at that point, I was just thinking, yeah, go over yourself. This is this is going to this is going to work. Like, yeah. And I, and I was okay with that. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, I could see it was like it reminded me of one of the Star Wars films. I can't remember one of the recent ones where instantly they were going for laughs. And it's like, well, this seems really out of place, you know, and it takes a while for you to to get the swing of it. And unfortunately for me, the Star Wars film didn't recover, but I think this one did. So this is difficult. We don't want to spoil it, but I'm now going to 
put it to you, Howard. Film mm-hmm. itself, and you can go on for as long or as short as you like here. <laughs> what did you get mistake. from it? How did you feel about it? Okay, let's address what you are, what you, what you've mentioned, what I've mentioned, whether the, the the sort of well, the job interview that starts it. I, I have to say, I have to say, there's a great scene where it shows them, it shows the main character and his brother, you know, driving up. He's going to do this job interview, you know this place this oh you know ooh. and they drive up and you just see the car and then they're staring at the building that they've got to and then you get to see it and it's and it's a far off shot of a big house it's not imposing it's not scary it's not dark it's not surrounded by tree it's literally like and you're like what <laughs> what is there something dramatic behind the house that I can't see? It was slightly overcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I also thought um, uh, that I'm not good at holding back, so I'm just going to take the handbrake off here. I think the, the director has um, no doubt has a future, um, and I can see what he's trying to do. The main issue for me in this film is it tonally all over the place. It doesn't know what it wants to be. It seems like it lost faith in itself and decided to go for laughs. Fuck it, this isn't working. This isn't scary. Go for laughs. It is neither a comedy, neither a horror, neither a comedy horror. It is not scary. It is not a dark thriller. It is not a suspenseful movie. It's there's also not something that you can see on screen. I'm sure everybody did their best. There's been a huge, you know, a huge campaign to get this movie back, and you know, and John Gore and Hammer, and it's it's all great. It's all, and I wish I was sat here saying, "Hammer's back, baby. This is awesome. This is absolutely great." Um, it's not. It's not, and and unfortunately, it's hamstrung by its major decision to cast Eddie Izzard in the lead role, what you get is this societal casting that's meant to reflect the 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 the, the trans debate, etc. And I can see why the director's gone, oh God, Eddie Izzard would be perfect for this. And I'm afraid I can't commit. I'm pulled out of every scene. It's it's fucking Eddie Izzard. It's Eddie and people are laughing in the fucking audience at Eddie Izzard doing the Eddie Izzard shtick. He actually does the whole, oh, the body, and oh, look over there, mind the dead bodies. What the fuck is this? What are you doing? What are you fucking doing? And it really does feel like that there was a moment where it was like, do you know what? This ain't going to work. This isn't scary. This isn't going to be a thriller. This isn't going to scare fucking anyone. I tell you what, Eddie, just just fucking start smacking jokes. Just start loading jokes into this script and we'll, you know, I'll fix it in the edit. Don't worry. It, it's it, it's just so confused. And, and, and for me, the best performance in the whole thing is the guy who plays, for me, the lead, which is Rob. Scott and Chambers. Scott Chambers. Even that, though, even there, he's got the kind of, uh, oh, who, uh, who's, who, who's goes it? Is it me? Is it you? Oi, oi? You all right? Oh, okay. Mm. Do you like that? Mm. 
it, it's, it, it, and it's like, right, okay, that's a bit Eddie Izzard as well, isn't it? This is fucking weird. And 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 he's good, and he's you know, and he's he's kind of funny, so he's fitting in with the you know the 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 vibe of the movie, um, and. Uh, Again, I don't want to give too much away, but ultimately all of this leads to a lack of impact right you know right at the very end. And when I came out and said to you, you know, well, that's you know as brave of Hammer to relaunch the uh, the brand with the comedy. Um, this is this is it. If you want to go in and watch it as a comedy, you know, five out of ten, you want to watch it as a horror, three out of ten, you want to watch it as a thriller maybe three and just yeah um thoroughly thoroughly disappointing and um yeah i mean i i was i was interested to see what eddie Izzard was going to do with the role and um what he's decided to do is literally just like not act he's it's literally just done as eddie and there's lots of close-ups on his face and head where it's kind of like, oh, we're He's creeping up here. And it's like, yeah, it's Eddie Izzard. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, you, you don't have to get like that close all the time. Yeah, that, yeah, it's definitely Eddie Izzard. Yeah, 100% that's him. And not for a minute at any point in the movie am I thinking, mm, that Nina Jekyll is a bit evil. Is it? No, no, no. I'm just thinking it's Eddie Izzard doing the Eddie Izzard thing and the movie just did not scare me, terrify me at all. Um, any surprises it's, I had in stall weren't surprises. And I have to say, the jump scares are awful. The attempts at them are, you just see them coming a mile away. And that's why in the big cinema where people did laugh, nobody jumped. And that's what I said, right? Like when we started talking about this, Sure. If I was in that audience and I was Eddie Izzard and I was a director or whatever, would I have been enjoying the reaction of the first time you see it in front of an audience, which would appear to be they don't find it scary in the least and there's a lot of laughs. If that's what you want from your new Hammer Horror Jekyll, then you've done it. You've knocked it out of the park. I didn't want any of that. All right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well... I don't agree with all that. I'll tell you what I do agree with. I think it is really tonally confused. Utterly confused. I don't think it gets the ball rolling until the end. And here's where what I think. I think that if you're going to cast Eddie Izzard as your lead, you've got to do what we didn't really want them to do. And just all the way through, let's just have Eddie Izzard be Eddie Izzard. Let's make it the Eddie Izzard show. And I think that during the, like, the first half, it was a little bit of Eddie Izzard, a little bit of the script, a little, and, and it was it, like... It, it was limping. What it wanted to be. Those jump scares completely didn't work. That The laughs were p- pilfering through a little bit. Until the ending, when they just let Eddie Izzard go, I actually... I'm going to admit, I fucking loved it. I loved that whole ending bit. I I just thought, this is great. I wanted this the whole way through, or I want uh, to be scared the whole way through. Pick a lane. 
you know, make us fall in love with the the nastiness and the campness and the weirdness of it all. And because we've had all that umming and ahhing, it, it just never got there. I don't care like who they cast in the lead. I just want them to to be more firm with what they actually were trying to do with it. And as I say, I just think it's too confused. But as I say, I really enjoyed the ending. It made me smile a lot. I thought Eddie Izzard, in fact, was on fire. I just thought it really worked at the end. The the whole the the what musicians would call the middle eight, like <laughs> to to bring us out of the song. <laughs> just let's get there. Yeah, it was all over the shop. Actually, all over the shop. Well, I think what you're what you're saying there is in in a three act movie they got one act right. So that's that is not a that's not a, that's not a ringing you, it, endorsement. Yeah, let's see. It doesn't it doesn't truly work unless you sort out those beginnings and what we've seen now is like the final product and like some of it really worked like there was a bit where scott chambers um rob that's who he played uh, he gets kicked in the ribs as he's walking back and i'd not been in a cinema before with that sound set up and it felt like i got Mm. kicked in the ribs like it was like wow like that was awesome and we were right at the front so it just literally felt like i mean i thought that bit was great kick him in let's do this uh but then it was followed a little bit uh before that and also after that with jump scares that were totally flat and it was just a loud and it was like that is so cheap what are you doing yeah yeah it's not been earned yeah we even had we even had like i think the very first jump scare i was like oh there's going to be a jump scare coming in coming here literally i had time to look at my watch start mentally counting down oh there it is and and it was just like it was the old someone's looking in a cupboard and it's like well either they turn around and the person's there or they close the cupboard door and boom they're there it's one of the two oh they went for behind him cool okay i hope that's not going to be a thing it it was unfortunately yeah yeah it was and and to be fair as well one thing i had I, i'd left out as soon as you started talking i thought that's a really good point is for me the best and most enjoyable 10 minutes of movie of the last 10 minutes and that that's not good enough frankly you know go back and do better if i'm if if i'm not in the movie i'm noticing things like this yeah, you know yeah, and yeah. and 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 that's the problem you know what it's like if a, if a movie hasn't captivated you if, if they haven't built the world or they have built the world but you're not buying into it then you start going oh hang on he was wearing a green sock in the last scene <laughs> you know it's it, it, it's you know it's it's, well, it's certainly what i do anyway but um yeah yeah I, but good point Good ending. I gave it six out of ten. I've had a thing. Hey, I I, I want to watch it again. Uh, as as critical as we've we've been, and I'm only this critical because there's a Hammer logo on it, you know. And this is the rebirth of Hammer horror, and I don't think there was enough horror, even though I, I watch plenty of stuff that isn't horror, and I'd count as a horror. Uh, I'm not going to mention some because I'll get you angry. So yeah, I I just think that it needed to pick a lane. I can't wait to see it again where it comes to streaming or to actual regular cinemas. I think it's getting a cinema launch, um, but it's already got an IMDb score based on 39 reviews. So well, that's far. 39 people who went to the same screening we did then. What do you think? 
it was. I think they'll, I think people will. I, I think people will really struggle to criticize this movie because mainly uh, your middle classes are going to uh, have their uh, knickers in a twist, and they're not going to want not they're not going to want to say anything bad about the movie because they will be worried about being cancelled as being transphobic, which is another thing that carries lurks in the background of this movie that that shouldn't. I think a whole movie just is a. Uh, you know, is it, a missed opportunity and its biggest, biggest problem and why I can only give it a four at best is no movie that is tonally all over the place is getting anything, anything above average. If you if your movie is tonally um, all over the place, then your movie is faulty. Yeah. Have you got a receipt? Take it back. Fix it. And if there's anything to be fixed from that premiere and they go, let's just do a little quick edit on this before it goes national. Then they got some work to do. Sort of liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, you were predisposed to like it going in and I was predisposed to being uh, cautious going in. And I was kind of like, I really want this to work, but it all hangs on Eddie, on Eddie Izzard and it will either work because of him I don't believe it won't work because yeah, of him. I wish and I say him Eddie because Rick. it is Eddie Izzard on the poster. Um, and it is Eddie Izzard on the credits. And I think the biggest problem with the movie is Eddie Izzard. Wow. IMDB, 5.5. Not great, is it? So, so in other words, IMDB has said, it is just above average. Not a ringing endorsement. Put that on the poster. Five and a half. Just, just better than average. <laughs> hey, hey! Thanks for inviting us. Uh, oh no! Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was great. Thanks, thanks, movie company, and thank you, Paul. I had a lovely time. Um, we did, we did though. We had, we had a good laugh. We had some, we had some good Chinese food. We didn't get the abuse that I was hoping for. Um, <laughs> but um, and some, and I was, and some lovely cocktails. So, you know. Right. Okay, mate. And um, that's it. Let's cool. uh, let's shoot off. Yeah, yeah. Let's go and um, let's go and watch something else. And there you have it. Thanks so much to my buddy Howard for joining me in this very hammerish experience. That's the relauncher Hammer Horror. I can't wait to see where the company's going to go from there. Like, what do they have in store for us? I am sticking with my six out of ten score. I'm going to have to do that. I'm keep thinking about it. I can't wait to watch this thing again. And that means. Uh, giving it a 6 out of 10, that it already ranks above tons of films from this year, which are big hitters. Uh, Scream 6, Knock at the Cabin, Renfield, The Bogeyman, Run Rabbit Run, The Exorcist Believer, and around 30 more or so. So, yeah, that's good for Jekyll, I say. But until next time, peace!